Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Trump is gone. Now we can get down to the real politics. The politics of dancing. Yeah. Attention deficit order. Stop your doom scrolling. We're here, guys. We're back. Attention deficit order. And we're here to celebrate the politics. The politics of dancing. Yeah! Woo! What's up, guys? Wake up! Yeah! What's up? Damn thing. We're celebrating the politics of dancing, guys. Harriet Tubman's gonna be on a $20 bill. <laughs> yeah! Huh? That was like one of the first things that Biden has done is put that back into action. Come on, guys! There's lipstick in the military and Harriet Tubman's on a $20 bill. Come on! Guys can wear lipstick in the military and Harriet Tubman's on a 20. Come on. The politics is... What? I can't say, you know, I think it's about damn time. The politics of dancing, guys. Come on. Yeah! We're back, guys. America's back. We're back on track. Uh, we'll see what happens. But right now, everything's smooth except for COVID. But still, we're here, guys. Woo! Deadly pandemic that's you know slowly steamrolling everything. I almost got my vaccine today. But I was turned away because I wasn't 65. <laughs> uh, even though I had it signed up and confirmed. But no, hey, that's that's politics, guys. No, that's uh, that's public health. That's public public health of dancing. There you. Go. Oh man, yeah, that's what happens, guys. You thought you got? I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm ready. No. <laughs> they just blue balled me for the COVID vaccine, guys. Well, to be honest, dude, I can't get one either. Uh, uh, even though I'm not frontline, I'm supposed to be able to get vaccinated. I had mine confirmed. I got an email confirmation. I can't even find an appointment. Uh, well, I got an email confirmation. I had a 925 appointment. Nothing. Like, nope. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. No. I'm like, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Whatever. Shit happens. Uh, my mom got a vaccine. She had to go to Dublin to get it. But you know, <laughs> hey, not she got one. At all? Huh? I said that's not surprising to me at all. Yeah, uh, she drove drove fifty minutes on a Saturday, which there's no traffic out, so it's not that bad anymore. So yes, yeah, so she got one. 
Uh, M uh, is scheduled to get one soon. She's uh, she's confirmed for an appointment. Uh, but for me, I thought I had one, but nope. Sorry. Sorry. It's like, no, you suck. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, nah, you're brown. Get out of here. You're not white. Yeah, I don't think that's it. That's what it was. They said you're, you're you're not you don't look American. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like fine. I will get out of here. I just sped through and just ran over a bunch of old people in line. <laughs> you know. Really. Yep. It just mowed down like six or seven old people. You can't get the vaccine. Neither can I. <laughs> just ran them all over. That was fun. San Mateo County Fairgrounds ran over some old people. So yeah, so that was my day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sounds fantastic, I suppose. It was a party. All right, see if you can guess who this artist is really quick. You might know him. You've seen him as an actor, but have you seen him as a singer? I guess he's... On, let me tell you a story about a place called Whiskey Dell. I think it's a slice of Who? I can't tell you at this point. Uh, wait, wait till he gets to his spoken word. Here we go. My dad gave it to me right out of the blue. He loaded our tackle and bait and drove us out to the lake. And by watching him, I learned what I should do. My dad never talked. I mean, not a freaking word. Caught a nine-pound trout. He mumbled, not bad. Not bad. Away, huh? Never did say... It's the best day I ever had. He's an actor. Sometimes it seems wrong to do something right. You've seen him in multiple movies. Huh? Is that Walton Goggins? No, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was. <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, he's in Fargo, the movie. A spirit that shines so bright. A man who said it's worth doing it all. He's in, um, uh, he's in, uh, uh, that weird superhero movie. What's it called? Few of those, Chris. Well, you know, the uh, mystery man. He's in Misery Man. Mystery man. I guess he's been in a band for a while. I've just never known it. I just saw this in a whiskey commercial. I'm like, what? <clears throat> whiskey Dell is a famous, is a whiskey, I guess, he's promoting? Hmm. Have you ever heard of Whiskey Dell? No, that's not surprising. There's a bajillion. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Come on, you haven't heard of that distillery, Whiskey Dell? Come on, it's, uh, it's, it's brewed in a dry county, just like Jack Daniels. Or it's it's distilled in a dry county, <laughs> like Jack Daniels. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's whiskey Dell. Come on, I don't know. You can try it. You can try it, and then you can you'll sound like you'd be like weed, weed when you uh when you watch and when you listen to it or when you drink it. Whiskey Dell. Come on. I mean, I'll give it a shot if I see it. I'm not going to say no to whiskey unless it's on the bottom of the shelf and dusty and like, you know, 
12 bucks a bottle or something. Scarskatchewan, you're on the line. I'm dead. Minnesota, you're on the line. I'm dead. Who's that? Come on, it's my Larry King. Oh, that's right. Larry King died. Yeah, it, it just didn't. COVID, you're on the line. You killed me. Right? Did he I die mean, of COVID? I don't, I'm not sure, actually. I think he was, I think he died of COVID. COVID, you're on the line from Wisconsin. I'm dead. COVID, you in there. Come on. Check it. My 25-year-old wife was the one that fucked me to death. Oh. I died. I think, yes. Didn't he die of COVID? Well, at least the official statement from his family did not give a cause of death. Really? Yeah. Scarskatchewan, you're on the line. I died of COVID. And... Apparently, they're asking for donations to the American Heart Association. So maybe he had another big old heart attack. Who knows? My suspenders but, were too tight. And they so clamped around my chest. Sorry, he was hospitalized with COVID in late December. There you go. That's considered a COVID death nowadays. If, if you had it and you didn't recover at all, you're dead from COVID. <clears throat> That's how they, they label it as that. They're like, yep, you're dead. That's it. You're dead. Oh, I t- we totally forgot that Phil Spector died. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, crazy I forgot that. Me. Does it matter? Well, I know, but I, was just, I totally forgot, man. He produced a lot of weird shit. He uh, produced those great Ramones albums. Uh, and The Doors and a bunch of others, yeah. but <clears throat> And then he killed somebody. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see here. Oh, I've, I've written this down a couple times. <clears throat> it's, um, Sir Richard Attenborough doing, uh, a 50s documentary. Here we go, ready? Who put the bob in the bob shoe bob shoe bob? Who put the ram? In the Shamalama Ding Dong, I'm Sir Richard Attenborough. This and much more on the history of the 50s. Wait, I'll do that more. (laughs) I mean, I just want to hand you a glass of water at this point. Who put the bop in the bop, she bop, she bop? And who put the ram in the Shamalama? Ding dong. This and much more on the history of the 50s. Couldn't you do that? Come on. There we go, guys. No, I cannot. Actually, I need water. We've established that. What? I said we've established that, though. <clears throat> okay. Who put the bop In the bop, shri bop, shri bop. Who put the ram in the ramalama ding dong? 
I'm so Richard Attenborough. He could do that, right? That's what he would do. That <laughs> He'd break that down like that. <clears throat> I mean, he does have odd phrasing, I guess, is supposed to be full of gravitas and all that stuff. No, that, uh, he so would do that. Probably would. Who put the bop? <laughs> I've watched enough of his documentaries to know. He talks like this. The whole time. Okay, that's my Sir Richard Attenborough doing a 50s documentary. Come on, am I going to get hired? No. Probably not. I know. God damn it. So yeah, Microsoft put out and then walked back their uh, their price hike. That was pretty funny. Did you see any of that? <clears throat> I did not. No. You're lucky. Because as soon as they're like, okay, now Xbox Live subscription, six months is $60. Whoa. And people are like, whoa. I don't think so, Microsoft. You're going to... They wanted to double it. This is a horrible idea. You guys suck. Go fuck off. And like, okay, hold on, hold on. It's back to normal. And free-to-play games, you don't have to have a gold subscription to play them anymore. Are you happy, you fucking whiny pieces of shit? <laughs> they walked it back within a day. Of course. They put it back yeah. and it was like... <laughs> well, let's be honest. That was, that was a wise fucking move. It was, but I was like, Jesus. But but the subscription we have is fine. It's still fourteen ninety nine a month. They're like, they're just strong arming people into go getting the uh ultimate game pass. I'm like, you should get that. Especially if you have a PC and an Xbox. They're 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 strong arming people into doing that. <laughs> I guess, but sure. Like you're strong, I mean, you're sh- sh- what are you doing, Microsoft? Why did you do this to me? And then Microsoft confirms not only Xbox, the stay gold, sixty a year, free to pl- no paywall anymore. They put that down. So I thought that was funny. They're like, "Come on, guys, don't you like Microsoft? Let's burn some more bridges with our fans that don't even already like us, that don't hate, that hate us already." My goodness. <clears throat> And everyone's just like shitting all over the place. Like, well, at least I have my PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah, come on, look at PlayStation, guys. And then the Microsoft people are like, what the fuck, man? This is bullshit. Microsoft's like, oh my god, we made another mistake. Mm. And then people are saying they it was a can't PR help themselves. No, they can't. People are saying it was a PR stunt just to get attention for the for their it's like come hey, on look over here guys we're doing something really dumb <laughs> yeah <laughs> like really uh, dumb look over here it's it was like yeah it was like i think it was yeah 60 bucks for 6 months <laughs> uh right but i still have to pay for other stuff yeah i thought that was ridiculous um, oh, here we go, guys. Uh, current release dates for 2021 horror movies. Saint Maud 129. I'll go see that. Or no, I won't go see that because the theaters are all shut down again until probably August. Um, uh, that's coming out on VOD. Kong vs. Skull Island. What do you think about... Did you watch the trailer at all? I did. What do you yeah. think? 
I saw that pop <clears throat> up and I figured we'd end up talking about it. I think it looks fun as hell. <clears throat> People are rooting for Kong so they don't seem racist. <laughs> Seriously, that's what's happening right now. Like, well, Kong is a oppressed uh, African American from the 30s, is basically what he represents. So I'm going to vote for King Kong because Kong lives matter. Where, where's, where's that billboard? I think that's going to be a billboard. I somehow doubt it, but maybe. Kong lives matter. Come on, guys. It's King Kong. I, I was like, I vote for Kong, man. Yeah. Because, uh, if you don't, you're racist. That's what I'm seeing on social media. When in reality, King Kong always lost against Godzilla, even in the old ones. Yeah, he totally did. The he, first one, at least. I didn't know there was more than one. Well, no, the only one that they had, the 50s one or whatever. It's like the 60s, but yeah. It's like yeah. the worst looking Kong costume I've ever seen, but... Yeah, they're uh, they're virtue sig- virtue signaling with King Kong right now. Is what's happening. I, I like King Kong, guys. King Kong's really cool. Yeah, yeah, King Kong. It's like I don't think so. I think Godzilla's smarter than King Kong. He's been around longer. Sorry. Maybe. He also has like atomic fire breath and a tail with crazy fucking. Well, in the trailer, they show him blocking it and then just boom, pounding him on the head. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, I don't even know what he's blocking it with, something, like a piece of metal it, or something. He did, yeah. It looked like he was holding the top of a, a fucking radio antenna or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, come on, uh, come on, come Kong. I don't think so. Bay twelve, please. I'm still trying to make that a thing, but <laughs> Bay twelve, please. You know what that's from? Uh, no. Aliens. When uh, anything when, that requires recall right now is going to be. Uh, well, when when Ripley asks when she takes over the loader, it's like, where do you want it? He's like, Bay Twelve, please. Yeah. Right. So that's my like, bitch, please, or my uh, Bay Twelve, please. So yeah, PC people are voting for Kong so they don't seem racist on social media. I'm calling it right now. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you say so. It is. It's totally true. I think so. It's like, come on. Yeah, I'm voting for King Kong. It's like, no. Godzilla's way better than King Kong. But King Kong was a baby on Kong Skull Island. Did you watch that yet? No. <clears throat> Kong Skull Island? So, it's decent. It was set in the 70s. So this is set in modern times. So... So he's like 30 now. He has like gray hair. Mm, so he's a full-grown silverback. Yeah. He's a full-grown silverback. I don't see how they trap him and bring him on these ships every, every fucking episode. You know, every movie. Like, oh yeah, we happened to drop him in a gas pit. Just like, like in the 1983 one, which is still the best one. Or 84 one with uh, Jessica Lange and Deficit Pick of the Week guys where he climbs the Twin Towers. And then you get shot and drops and opens up shop. Remember that? <clears throat> oh. Remember that one? No, Jessica Lang in King Kong in 84. I do not. It was like 82. That was like the best King Kong. It was Jessica Lang. 
and um, God damn it, and uh, uh, God, what's his name? God, I'm trying to uh, Quaid, not Dennis Quaid. No, Randy. No, there's <laughs> <laughs> King Kong right here. I got King Kong swinging. No, it's a uh, um, uh, God, is it t- not King Kong lives? No, no, it's the second one, the first one before that. <clears throat> so King Kong. Oh, in 1976? Yes. Who's the actor? Who is this? Hold on one sec. Getting there, getting there. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Carl Bridges. Bridges. Jessica Lange. John Randolph. Right. It's it's the dude who brings back yeah. <laughs> who brings back King Kong. I'm like, why did I think of that? Because I'm the dude, man. He has a white Russian. He's bringing back uh, King Kong. Did you Do you remember that one? No, I never saw this. Movie. Really? That's a good one, man. You need to watch that one as far as a King Kong movie goes. That's the one I would watch on repeat as a kid. <laughs> you know, because right, like Jessica Lange was hot at the time. Um, Jeff Bridges was hot at the time. Uh, I don't even know who else was in it. <laughs> Just those two. Charles Grodin. Char- oh, oh, that's right. Charles Grodin's the guy, the guy, the guy who's bringing the Kong back. He had a great talk show. Uh, <laughs> his best movie is Midnight Run. Deaths of Pick of the Week. Uh, then they had... Um, yeah, yeah, Jeff Bridges. Jessica Lang. Remember, she gets kidnapped. They go to that weird village. The The village has her as a sacrifice. Kong takes her away. And, uh, she, and Kong like takes his hand and shoves her underneath a waterfall and wash her and stuff. He's not like mean to her. He's like nice to her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they yeah. use. So they I'm use. Looking at some of the stills right now. Yeah. So they use her. Like that was the Universal King Kong that was at the at the um, on the rides and stuff. Like for its time, that was a really good Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh. It was like you know miniatures and whatever. <clears throat> yeah. It was cool. They just found like this. I think it was done better than the uh, Peter Jackson one. Well, Boom. Yeah, these are giant practical effect hands. Yeah. She's just in like a huge black hand. <laughs> White girl tracked by a black hand. Well, that doesn't say enough. But yeah, people like that was a great one. He climbs the twin towers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why not? They look like two trees. Boom, boom, boom. Climbs the twin towers. Gets shot over and over again. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It brings us back to the Twin Towers, guys. They might they might take the Twin Towers out now. <laughs> he's just like, where the fuck? <laughs> uh, you know, he's, he inspired Donkey Kong, all those games. Mm-hmm. You know, King Kong, and then Donkey Kong came out, and then, you know, all... King all... Kong versus Godzilla was 1963. Yeah, that was horrible when he, like... <laughs> there's some really bad shots in that movie. Oh, yeah, no, that's terrible. But this one looks cool. Did you watch King of Monsters yet? No. That's a good one. I don't know why people hate on it because they didn't see it in IMAX. That's why. Seeing that thing in IMAX and Mothra, this this wingspan the size of the screen. Yeah. That's a must-see for IMAX and all the all these seven other creatures. I love that movie in IMAX. Opening night. <laughs> Mothra. And those stupid uh, internet people are like, we made that joke nine years ago about um, Godzilla and Mothra being his mother. 
making fun of a uh, what is it? Justice League. Why did you say that name? There's nothing sadder than people on the internet going, I made that joke five years ago. Come on, guys. Uh, you can't claim jokes anymore, guys, on the internet. Everything's stolen. I think that's probably true. Yeah, everyone borrows everything. There's so many jokes that people have said. Everyone thinks the same way because we're all fed the same information. You know, we're a collective now. So, yeah, so that's coming out in March. Are you going to watch that on HBO Max? What's that one? Kong vs. Godzilla. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Do I have to watch King of Monsters first? Uh, you might want to watch Skull Island. Watch the original Godzilla, because these are all connected. The 2000... The original Godzilla. I well, the 2014 one? Yeah. Okay, you watch the 2014 one where you attack San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, or protects San Francisco because he's a nice guy. And then... Um, Stomped on it pretty hard when he was protecting it. And then King of Monsters, he basically protected the world from all these monsters. You know, he just beat the shit out of all these monsters. So, yeah, oh yeah, King Kong has a real chance. Against this guy's beating up every, like, six monsters in one movie. Right? He's taking down Gamora. He's taking, you know. But there, this Mechazilla is rumored to be in this one. So the the premise is they're going to fight and then Mechazilla is going to attack both of them. Then they're going to both attack Mechazilla. That's what's going to happen. They're not going to oh, kill these gonna guys. Be buddies. Yeah, they're going to be butt buddies. They're going to be like, uh, like I said before, they're going to be like, um, they're going to be dancing in the streets. <laughs> rubbing their butts together like uh, David Bowie. And we'll use that reference again. Uh, yeah, like yeah, David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Because they would smash the city even more. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Those be like grinding on like the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. I don't know what city it's taking place in, but yeah, they're they're gonna be buddies by the end of it. But I don't know. Okay, so um, in Mortal Kombat four sixteen, that's coming out. Uh, a quiet place has been moved again from uh, January, March, April to September I think it's not coming out just put it out on fucking VOD mm-hmm. I'd probably point, they need to. I'd probably like to watch it better on VOD instead of like everyone trying to be quiet in the fucking movie uh, yeah a Spiral a Saw story is coming out 521 that's got pushed back again to October yeah another six months that's not coming out Conjuring 3 might still be on track. That's 6-4. The Green Knight, which looks really cool. What's the Green Knight again? Who is that? The original? Yeah, yeah. uh, They're remaking uh, it into a horror movie. Uh, Gawain, he's one of the Knights of the Round Table. Okay, so they're making that into a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, he has his whole side stories from the main Knights of the Round Table stories. And uh, they got pretty dark. From what I recall. Okay, so they're doing that. The Green Knight, which was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a trailer for that. Yeah. Being interested. Because, I mean, a horror movie based in Arthur, I could kind of stomach, most likely. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's gonna. It's a weird, like, A24 movie. So they do weird indie movies like Midsomner and stuff like that. So... Okay. 
uh, Forever Purge. So the Purge is going to come out in July. They shouldn't push that back at all. Just put it out. Uh, Candyman is put, has been pushed back to August. That was supposed to come out last year. Antlers is supposed to come out in October. That's been pushed back. Oh, no. It's supposed to come out in October now. It was supposed to come out uh, January of 19, 2019. <laughs> I think. And then it's like, oh, we'll just push it back. Well, uh, nope. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. And Ghostbusters Afterlife has been pushed back again. With their new with their new ghost, his name is Carpet Muncher. Or just Muncher. Yeah. <laughs> that sad looking blue blob. Yeah. Carpet Muncher. Yeah. <clears throat> That's his name. Carpet Muncher. Uh and a new Resident Evil uh Evil Village is coming. If you want to see that. I don't know about that. Alright, what do you got? Before I look at this, the chain, the chain, Fangoria's chainsaw nominees. Nice. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a <clears throat> interest to anybody, but apparently HBO is thinking about bringing the Harry Potter series to <clears throat> their streaming services. You know what it's going to be called? Diagonally. Uh, maybe. Diagonally. It's Gran Levioso, not Gran Levioso. It's Gran Levioso. Not Gran Levioso. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. It's going to be called the Ron Weasley stories. The Weasley stories. Or what's it going to be? The the Dobby story? Or it's going to be the Marauders? You know, I really couldn't tell you. The Marauders. There's no details in this story, just a point of interest. Dagon Alley. I think they should call it Dagon Alley. Right? I mean, they could. They could make it like a Star Wars stories kind of thing where it's a spinoff of, uh, you know. Yeah, and people want Harry Potter to show up like Luke. Up here and there and stuff, but not being about Harry Potter and Ron and Hermione and all them. Harry Potter will be a drunk who's just casting spells to bring alcohol to himself. <laughs> so I'll drink at this. Whiskey at this. That's a spell I need to learn. <laughs> he'll just be like, he'll just be pouring just bottles of whiskey over his head. And then just like making the liquid into a, a like a solid form and just swallowing it. Well, there you go. A whole bottle of whiskey in one shot. Whiskeyeth. Drinketh this is. And then his like his ugly girlfriend is like and whoever that chick is he hooks up with at the end. I forget oh, who that is. Yeah, I don't even remember her name. She was fugly, man. He should have got with Hermione. But nope. Daganelle. Ron Weasley's getting his uh whistle wet with that one. <laughs> was it Weasley? Yeah. Weasley. Ron. Ron, it's Grand Levy Fucko, not Grand Levy Fucka. <laughs> but oh, sorry about that. Dicketh this, heart of this. Now there you go, Ron. <laughs> so I got whiskey dick again. Grand Leviosa. And all. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. 
Hermione, you turned my penis into a toad again. But oh well, Ron, whatever. I'm just masturbate with both of our wands together. Oh. Sounds rough. <laughs> I'm sure it's turned into a big black dick. Like, what are you doing? Shut up. Chico <laughs> <laughs> magic dildo, you never go back, I guess. Wanda kiss, cock black a kiss. Big what? <laughs> no, not again. Shut up. Get in the corner, you cock. Ah, oh, man. There we go. There's the. Uh... Apparently so. <laughs> uh, that'd be hilarious, right? <clears throat> Maybe. That'd be a. I mean, it depends on how they do it. What would be the porno name for that? It'd be a Harry's Potter? No. Uh, Harry Pooter. Harry Pooter. It would be a um, prisoner of Ask in Man or. Oh. Right? Uh, what's your uh, other one? Sorcerer's Stones? I mean. <laughs> Sorcerer's Bone. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. Uh, what's the other one? Um,. Ask me an answer, bone. What's it? What's the other titles? I forget. Oh, shit. Um, well, you read the books. I know it's been a while. <clears throat> um, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the, uh, oh, um, oh, the uh, oh, the rising uh, fat the dicks. Right? What's one? The Phoenix. What's that one? The Order of uh, the Phoenix. The Order of the Fat Dicks. There you go. <laughs> I mean, you could just call it the Half Blood Prince, and it's <clears throat> fine. You know. Oh, there we go. The Half Pierced Prince. Oh, how half a piercing? <laughs> how does that work, Chris? That sounds scary. I don't know, man. I'm not in the world of Harry Potter. <laughs> the Half Pierced Prince. The Half Prince Albert. Do that one. Uh, Okay, here we go. The Fangoria 2021 Chainsaw Awards. If this year has not taught us anything, it's that importance of making your voice heard. I'm not voting on this. Okay, so (laughs) I'm just reading it off. Okay, best wide release. These are horror movies, guys. I saw most of them. Freaky. Saw that one. Gretel and Hansel saw that one. Hunt saw that one. Invisible Man saw that one. Underwater that one. Uh, so for best wide release, shit, man, I liked Underwater out of all three of them. Or Invisible Man. Eesh. It's a toss up. Uh, I'd say Invisible Man. Freaky was kind of fun. You'd like Freaky. Freaky mm. Friday, where she swaps bodies with a serial killer. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, what's his face? God damn it. I forget his name. Uh, fucking from, um, Wedding Crashers. The taller version. Vince Vaughn. Oh. Vince Vaughn plays a 17-year-old high school girl. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's like 6'6". I know. Uh, it's pretty funny. He's like, oh my god. Uh, it's pretty funny. You might like it. It's out on video if you want to watch it. Um, I saw that. That was the last movie I saw in the theater. Was freaky before they shut it down again. 
I saw Freaky twice in the theaters. Uh, let's see. Okay, best limited release movie, guys. Color Out of Space, my movie of the year. Uh, the Dark and the Wicked. <laughs> Possessor, yes. That was the one where they um, hijack the bodies and make them assassinate people. Oh, the, yeah. Cron- the Cronenberg movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Relic, that's the one I talked about. It's about um, Alzheimer's, but they make Alzheimer's like a creature. Like, oh, you don't remember me? You know. Uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, you might like that. That's almost like a Scooby-Doo-esque um, movie where where uh, it's a drunk sheriff and he has to solve the murders of somebody tearing people apart. It's a There's a wolf on the loose. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Amulet, mm, that was all right for like those priests fucking... Oh, no, that was it for the... Um, sorry. Uh, best limited movie release, I'd say, is... God, Possessor's really good. Dark and the Wicked sucked. People are like, oh my god, this movie's so scary. No, it's not. Mm. It might be, but I'd say uh, Color Out of Space. <laughs> Better than all... Even though I saw all these movies this year... God, I saw a lot of horror movies this year. Horror's come, making a comeback, man. Uh, let's see. It sounds like it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's... Uh good time to be scared about something that seems stupid compared to something that seems real like a pandemic uh, oh they're making pandemic movies i'm sure they are but Be- <laughs> i can say i won't be watching best first feature guys amulet i was like nee. i'm trying to remember what that was it was like a god i totally fr- i saw i know i saw it oh well come to daddy with uh bilbo baggins uh what's his name um, oh, Elijah Wood? Yeah, Elijah Wood. That's a weird movie. Uh, it gets crazier and crazier the f- further it goes down. Basically, um, his dad's been missing, but in reality, someone's been, someone has taken over the dad's house and has trapped the dad in the basement of the house for years. It, it was weird, man. Um, and one I didn't see is called Dead Dicks. Uh, <laughs> it looks interesting. I want to check it out. Uh-huh. Check out some dead dicks. <laughs> I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. It must be really rare. But yeah, I'll find I'll find some dead dicks. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll rate it next week if I can find it. Uh, Extraordinary. That was all right. That's with uh, Will Sasso or... No, not his name. The guy from um, where the, all the people are gone on the planet. The TV show, Will Forte. Oh, the last man on Earth or whatever. Yeah, the last man on Earth. They're um, ghost hunters. It was all right. It was him in a British comedy, which is weird. Um, So this is best feature. And uh, Sea Fever was about the people who went out in the boat and then like, oh, we came across some weird thing. Oh, worms are coming on us. No. So the whole ship gets covered by like these weird sea worms. Uh, out of all these, Jesus, uh, I'd say Come to Daddy. Uh, I'll vote for that one. Oh, best streaming premiere. Here we go. We rated this the other week. Anything for Jackson. Remember that one? <laughs> we got Anything for Jackson. The Beach House. 
which was about uh, weird slime that washes up on the shores and it starts possessing people like body snatchers. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. His house, which is horrible, it was like, oh, it was basically the ghosts of slaves. Um, oh, I don't know. There was like one of those like message horror movies. It's like the ghosts of slaves are living in the house and they had to free them by freeing themselves mentally from slavery. It was all right. It wasn't great. That's on Netflix. Host, the internet uh, show, the one film during the pandemic about all the people doing a uh, satanic seance over the internet and they summon a demon and they all start dying off slowly. That was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Moriarty Collection. Uh, oh, the Mortuary Collections. Are, that's like a bunch of short stories. Clancy Brown's the the caretaker. He's like, oh, do you want to see this story? Well, this person. Like one of the shorter stories was there was an octopus living in a mirror and it sucks some lady in. They were all right. Um, Run is about Munchausen Syndrome, where the lady, remember I was talking about this one, where the lady keeps the girl um, making her think she's paralyzed by giving her dog pills. And one of the side effects is numbing of the spine. So it's like, oh, remember to take your medicine so your legs stay atrophied. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. And I saw all these, too. Um, I'd say anything for Jackson. Or Host. Let me see. Uh, I'll do Host, because I made that my top ten movie. Or one of my top ten movies. Uh, let's see, foreign movie, I haven't seen much of, but I want to see Blood Quantum, which is on Shudder, Impertargore, I-M-P-E-T-I-G-O-R-E, what is that? Impetigore? Impetigore, um, La Larona, I've seen so many different stories of that, it's like, ugh. Like, oh, yeah, you want to see the La Rarona? La Rarona. I've seen that. I've seen there's like three movies, three versions of it came out last year. Uh, and Sputnik was the uh, Russian. It was in Russian about uh, a weird creature that came off of the moon. I guess Sputnik, because that was the only one I saw out of these four. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, Sputnik. That sounds great. Uh, best series. Here we go. Dracula. Did you watch that yet? Uh, Didn't you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, one, that one was pretty funny, man. I like that one. Yeah, when it had a wick, wick, wicked, uh, like, sarcastic humor to it, for sure. Yeah, when he, like, like fucking just starts... He, like, uh, he, like, he births himself out of a dog and shit. It was really... It was crazy, dude. Like, in the in the episode on the boat... And then, like, it was like a reverse, remember? Wasn't it a reverse where, 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 the, where it was all in their head? Sunlight didn't actually kill them. It was more like the bright light of the cross or something like that. There was a weird twist to it. Uh, let's see. So, Dracula, which was actually pretty good. A lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House, uh, Bly Manor. The Haunting of Bly Manor, which was horrible. Uh, Hellstrom. I got like two episodes in. I'm like, mm. I don't know. That's on Hulu. That's about twins who are exorcists. It was. It was a Marvel. I think it's a Marvel comic. 
uh, Lovecraft Country, which I think you'd like, which is really strange and weird. Mm-hmm. And the winner, I'd say, What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> Out of those three, yeah, What We Do in the Shadows one. Uh, best lead performance, Jim Cummings for The Snow of Wolf Hollow. Or The Wolf of the Snow of Wolf Hollow. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, Sophie Disrue for His House. Jeremy Gardner for After Midnight. Oh, Henson Harwar for Dead Dicks. Uh, Muriel Ireland, The Dark and the Wicked. Jar- Carla Jari for Amulet. Tommy Lawrence for Kindred. Emily Montour for Relic. Mosur Makaku for His House. Elizabeth Moss for Invisible Man. Kate Newton for Freaky. Oh, Andrea Rosenberg for Possessor. Uh, Vince Vaughn for Freaky. And I, uh, let's see. I'd say Elizabeth Moss for Invisible Man. Uh, or Adrian Rosenberg for Possessor. I don't know. Okay, there uh, we go. Best performance. Like no one's even watched these movies. It's so funny. Uh, Xander Berkeley for Dark and the Wicked. Clancy Brown for the Mortuary Collection. Will Forte for Extraordinary. Brenda Grant for After Midnight, which was okay. It wasn't a great movie. Uh, Allison Kring for Gretel and Hansel. That was a pretty demented version of Hansel and Gretel. Uh, she just ate their bones and stuff. She'd cook kids. Uh, Stephen McHattie for Come to Daddy. <laughs> Stephen McHattie for Come to Daddy. Uh, Robin Neville for Relic. Julian Oliver Touchstone for The Dark and the Wicked. No. Misha Orjvich. Orshkervich for Freaky. Vanessa Williams for Bad Hair. Bad Hair was horrible. That was on Hulu. Uh, ch- ch- God, all these movies weren't that great. I'd say Stephen McHattie for Come to Daddy. <laughs> Director, Dark and the Wicked, Brian Matito. Uh, Natalie Eric James for Relic. Rami Weeks for His House. And Lee Wynell, the winner for Invisible Man. Screenplay, Bakaru. Come to Daddy, Freaky. Remy Williams, His House. The Invisible Man again for Screenplay. Uh, best score. Why isn't Invisible Man on there? It was a great score. I'd say Possessor over uh, Hensel and Gretel, or Gretel and Hansel, The Dark and the Wicked. Possessor. Uh, the Empty Man. Oh, re- oh, The Empty Man. That was a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did that went? Well, maybe the beginning. The, the beginning was great, but then it just got dumb. So I'd say uh, Jim Williams for Possessor. Best makeup effects, Freaky, Moriarty Collection, Gretzel and Hanel, Random Acts of Violence, which wasn't that good. I'd say Possessor wins for that, Dan Martin. Okay, here we go, last one. Best, best Creature Effects, Jim Henson Studios for Come Play. <laughs> Remember that movie I rated? Uh, David Martini, Marsrali, His House. Oh, Dan Martin, Color Out of Space, there's the winner. Eric Porn for the Wretched. Eric Porn? Your last name's Porn? Ooh. Cliff Wallace for Amulet. So I'd say uh, Color Out of Space, Dan Martin. Easily. I'd say uh, Best Kill. What would be my answer for Best Kill? I don't know. I don't memorize any of those things. 
Dang, best kill. I don't know. I've seen so many people get murdered on screen this year. Or last year. I don't know. Gretel and Hansel. So that's the uh, Chainsaw Awards, guys. If you guys are into horror movies, the Chainsaw Awards are right around the corner. Those are the most popular ones, right? The Chainsaw Awards? Um, I mean, I think that's the first time we've covered a horror fucking specific award show on, on this show. But... Well, yeah, well, the Chainsaw Awards. But Fangoria has been around forever that much, I know. Uh, yeah. They're the premier horror magazine. Horror magazine. Don't you think so? Mm-hmm. The premier. All right, what do you got before I rate my first movie? Which, which actually you uh, might like. I don't know how to put this. Really, Microsoft files patent to create chatbots that imitate dead people. Hey, I can't understand what you're saying. What? What is that? Be an AI chatbot based on how you use social media and other voice data and email and images and stuff. And then eventually modeling those into a two or two D or three D version of that person. <laughs> hey, isn't this guy dead? No, <laughs> what? No, it's like TikTok. Oh yeah, this guy used to watch TikTok all the time. So it's like TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, and then it's like, oh my god, look at his Instagram post. He's like keeps posting the same thing over and over again. What's up with that? Why does he keep repeating the same joke from like 10 years ago? Because that's when he died. It was 10 years ago. So nothing's new that he's saying. Right. <laughs> he just keeps saying like, it's like, hey, man, that Joe Biden was great. He got voted in five years ago. What? What are you talking about? He yeah, still, he's, he's talking about Trump still. <laughs> Someone yeah. dies in the Trump era. <laughs> like, like, I hate that Donald Trump. Like, he's gone already. He died five years ago. <laughs> yeah, he died ten years ago. What are you talking about? Get the orange man bad. Get him out of here. Black lives matter. They don't matter anymore. That was ten years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's just kind of creepy, you know? Because I don't see how it's going to work because social media, like, turns on a dime. You're going to be out of well, it within five seconds. But the implication behind it is really that... Um, with what you call it, um, with kind of AI and predictive text, it can analyze the way you write or, you know, the memes that you respond with <clears throat> in a email thread and kind of play off of your humor to so pretend to be you, basically. That's going to be weird. If I can, I don't know, man. I want to see it in action. I'm, sh I'm sure we already have seen it in action. Didn't know it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Then how's it going to imitate those people who have those 50 or 60 phones in front of them in auto response to everything to bring up, to boost up shit when you pay them? They're, they're going to have the most fucked up algorithm. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, yeah. In all likelihood. Unless they have like, you know, 
a main account that gets copied or something like that. I guess. Like, beep, 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 beep. They'll just respond to 900 things at once. Like, oh my God, this guy's is responding to like 50 things all at once. How can he do that? Now, come on, guys. This is the this is the future. It's Black Mirror in real life. Yeah, I don't know. How, how what, what's it gonna do though? What's the implication? Of it? How are they gonna use it? How, like, I don't see how they use it to to give you dead votes. No, not to <laughs> give dead votes. To, I mean, I guess the idea would be to be able to give grieving people a way to talk to that person i don't understand it that would be weird but hey jimmy how's it going it's okay nut sucks what but it's okay i like porn what what (laughs) like and like the people like his family member who never really talked to him on social media he only talked to other people like what is this guy on this guy must be crazy as shit Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it doesn't make any sense I don't know how they're going to do it. What are they going to do? Hey, guys, come on. Come on to Xbox Live. But you're dead. Oh, well, come on, guys. Play me in some video games. I'm dead, but I can still play Xbox Live. So you play the dead AI of the guy. Like, wow, this is awesome. It'll be like... Honestly, who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to think of implications or how would they use it. Bill, we can bring back the dead. But we don't know how to use them. Come on, guys. This is Xbox Live. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their purpose would be for. It's kind of macabre and creepy, if you ask me. So it was just kind of those weird, one of those weird things where it was like, huh, why would you do that? So you can talk to the dead. Let's see. Well, yeah, why would you want to talk to the dead? What if nobody had a social media account? You know, like, say, like, our parents who aren't really socially savvy on social media. Like, or like your dad doesn't have a TikTok, does he? No. You know, so if he passes he or when he... when he have Facebook. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I guess I'm lost then, huh, guys? Oh, my dad was all over social media and he was doing all this cool stuff. And now I can really talk to him. So, like, us, we have so many hours of us talking. They could just make us say whatever we want mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, right? I mean, there's the whole deep fake thing. Right? Yeah. So they could make up fake versions of us easily online. Like, oh, what's this? Wand dicks. And <laughs> uh, what's he saying? Because they can take any word and just make you say whatever you want as long as they have your voice. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I think that's going to be strange. And they, they didn't, all it says is like, hey, we can use dead people's stuff online. Like, once you die, that means everything you own online is ours. You own nothing. Everything you put out on the airwaves is ours now. And we can manipulate it however. How can they legally do that? You know? Maybe that's in those contracts that no one reads. We can take your dead likeness and use it as everyone. <laughs> right? I'm sure like, yeah, well, they're using people's Instagram pictures in foreign countries for beer ads and stuff like that. 
You know, that no be like, oh wow, this is a great tropical picture I took. Oh whoa, that looks familiar. That's in that Corona commercial I just saw over in Taiwan. Uh, oh wow. Right? I mean, you could do all kinds of chicanery and, you know, make people appear to do anything. That's what's happening. I think. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. First movie of 20. No, of like five. Whoa, hold on. I'm pressing the wrong mouse here. I got like six mices. <laughs> This came out in 2019. I'm a little late on this one. Um, you know, there's nothing out there now, guys. Nothing out there. So this is uh, a group of old war veterans put their lives on the line to defend a young woman taking shelter in their local VFW post who's running from a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of thugs. Oh, here it is. America's opioid crisis worsens. Addicts turn to a new drug called Hyperdrine. Street name, Hype. Cities become war zones. Neighbors, neighborhoods crumble. Law enforcement retreats. With dealers struggling to meet demand, hype resorts to hypers resort to any means necessary to get their fix. This is VFW Veterans of Foreign Wars, starring Stephen Lang as Fred Paris, William Sadler. As Walter Reed, I think that's pretty funny, Walter Reed Hospital. As Walter Reed. Frank Williamson. As Abe Hawks. Martin Cove. As Lou Clayton. Daniel Patrick Fire It Up Kelly. As he's the guy from Hunt the Crow. As Doug McCarty. George Went. <laughs> Wait, George Went? That's Norm from Cheers. George Went as Thomas Zabraski. Thomas Williams as Sean Moss. Sarah McCormick as Lizard. Travis Hammer as Boz. Dora Madison as Gutter. Josh Ether as Tank. Graham Skipper as a roadie. TJ Garcia as Hyper. Boom. VFW, guys. Now, if you want to see ultra gory, people getting their faces hacked in with axes, arms chopped off with axes, um, heads blown off with double barrel shotguns. <laughs> This is the movie for you guys. VFW. I was laughing out loud, like, left and right in this movie. Because the guy, they'll come in, like, they chase this chick into the bar. And the chick's like, oh, my God. And the, and the, and the military guys 
Uh, like very like the soundtrack is very reminiscent of an old Carpenter movie. Uh, and then the movie is re- reminiscent of like Assault on Precinct 13. You know, like that type of vibe. <clears throat> You've seen that movie, right? Which one? Sorry. Assault on Precinct 13. I've seen one of them, right? There was a 70s one and then there was the more recent one. John Carpenter's Assault on Precinct 13, the 70s one. I think I saw the more recent one. Oh, that sucks. The one who's like, I asked for vanilla. Boom! And just shoots this little girl in the head. Great scene. She goes back to the ice cream truck not knowing the gangsters have taken it over. I asked for a vanilla swirl. She shoots her right in the head. A deficit pick of the week, guys. The original Assault on Pre-Seek 13, not the remake. Uh, that's what this reminds me of. Uh, so, yeah, so the gangsters uh, happen to be across the street in a theater. Um, and, the, like, the, the, the dope looks like blue, um, like, pool chalk. Right? So, so her sister... This is the beginning. Her sister goes up to the main guy, the leader of the gang's uh, boss... It's like, hey, do you have any more dope? And their faces are all cracked and weird looking from this shit. And and it's like it's like meth and crack times a hundred. And he's like, oh, you want some? Here, go get it. And throws it off the balcony. And she's like, jumps off the balcony to get it and just explodes into blood. Just like, oh. they're like, she, her body's still there, but the blood from underneath is just all over the place. Yeah. The lizard sees this, goes fuck this, steals all their dope. They're like, we're going to get $500,000 for all this dope. We're the only ones on the street that have it. Like, we're going to be great. They leave the safe open for some reason. She goes in, grabs it, runs across the street into the VFW. And and these guys have been, like, drinking up a little bit, you know, reminiscing over old times. They're all ex-Vietnam vets. Um, uh, and, uh, and the owner of the bar is Stephen Lang. Uh, you know Stephen Lang. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the owner of the bar, old school vet. <clears throat> and so these guys come in. They start to... He, boom, shoots one guy in the head with a sawed-off shotgun, or a double-barrel shotgun. His head just explodes scanner style, you know, just... Boom! <laughs> it's like all over. Another guy comes at him, grabs the axe, just fucking hacks him right in the head. No, the axe goes into fired-up shoulder first. He's like, ah! You know, fire it up. Fire from the crow. Uh, so, so yeah, the axe goes into his shoulder. but And then they're like, fuck, dude, what the hell's going on? And then so they barricade themselves in the bar. Uh, and then they, you know, they slowly start coming in one by One guy has his arm through the door. Here, give me the axe. Start chopping the dude's arm off to get him out of the door. <laughs> it's like, ah, all this blood everywhere. Fuck, man, it's a great movie. It is hilarious. M didn't think it was hilarious, but, you know. She wasn't watching it with me. She was like, because we're in the same room now. Because we're at, I'm at my parents' house. So she has to sort of semi-watch what I'm watching. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, it's right up there, man, with uh, all those, like, over-the-top gore movies. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sad I didn't see it last year, or 2019, when it came out. I just kept passing it. I'm like, eh, eh. I'm like, fuck it. It was on. It was free on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime and want to check it out, uh, VFW. 
Veterans of foreign wars. Yeah, another guy gets his face shoved onto a, you know, um, a mounted uh, uh, deer head. And the antlers start coming out of the eyes on the outside. He's like, ah! He's like, ah! <laughs> uh, classic stuff, guys. Uh, yeah, it's just basically back and forth. Give us the drugs. We don't want the drugs. Okay, we're going to send in our big guy. Okay, send him in. Boom, they end up killing that guy. They end up killing everybody. Uh, but not without them getting all fucked up themselves. <clears throat> Man, it's brutal. They they do. There's an A-team montage at one point to where they make all these makeshift weapons and shit. Out, like sharpen pool cues and stuff. Yeah, if you like A-team montages, there's an A-team montage. And they then they uh, tie the pool cubes. Pool cues. Like four of them. They duct tape them. To the side of a to the side of a huge beer keg and use it as like a pendulum to come down into people's stomachs. So like when they open the door, they pull it's like whoosh, it goes right. Like, <clears throat> Man, it's great, great over the top violence, guys. Has a great score too. Like this is the beginning, the montage. They call it the mon- it's like an eight minute montage in the beginning. You're like, how long is this shit? This song keeps going. And it shows him getting in the truck, picking up his friends, going to the bar, opening the bar, and then it's like slowly rolling credits. Boom, this guy, this guy, this guy. Very reminiscent of old school Carpenter music. Uh, yeah, crazy. And they have this, and there's Run Lizard Run. Jesus Christ, there's 27 tracks to this fucking show. Oh my god. <laughs> 27 hours. 27 tracks to this fucking shit. Enough to kill us over the mud. I think we gotta. I think we're gonna be fine. But it's all like the same, like. Like that synth shit. Like the producer's like, okay, he's probably high on speed. He's like, yeah, dude, I got like 27 tracks. I'm like, what? 27 tracks? We only need like six or seven. This is an hour and 35 minute movie, man. It's like, I don't care, man. Every new scene's gonna have a fucking goddamn track. One more for the road. And they're each like, well, that one's, this one's like three minutes long. Oh, oh, dude, fire it up. Come on. You know what that's a reference to. The crow. He's like, fire it up. He even says it. He's like, fire it up. I really fire it up. Now, here we go. Hello, Fred. Hello, Fred. Murder is subjective. <laughs> Six out of one. This guy's seven out of ten. Uh, Joe Bagos is the director. Joe Bigos. Who did he... What else? Oh, he did Bliss. I didn't like. Uh, the Mind's Eye. Almost Human was okay. Actually, I did... 
The mines, the only one I didn't see of his was almost human. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Gore severe. Many deaths from axes, knives, machetes, blood splashes, splatters out. Sometimes there's a very little blood, and other times a lot. <laughs> a, a large power saw cuts through an army of guys. No wounds are shown, but blood is visible after each. So it's just spraying blood, you know? Like, ah! Those things. Uh, a few people are shot in the head with pistols. It's off screen, but blood sprays on the walls. There's one shotgun blast to the head that tears the man's head apart. That's what I'm talking about. A man. Oh, this is a great. A man's head is stomped until it is splattered everywhere. Most of the actual stomping is off screen, but the gory aftermath is shown. A woman jumps off the ledge. Profanity. 72 uses of the word fuck. One word, one uh, use of the word cunt. Uh, because of the dark lighting, the hard, yeah, it was a little hard to see. It's all like bar lighting. <laughs> it's all like neon lights are lighting everything up. Uh, the film is set in a bar. Main characters are seen drinking. Drinking, comma, cannabis, tobacco are smoked. And the using of peddling of a new kind of hard drug called hype is a major plot point. So, so they didn't get to much here, so... I don't know. It's it's pretty funny, dude. If you want to see a funny movie. Uh, where's the quote? Fire it up. This is chat. T-Bird. See, there we go. Boz. Travis says, fire it up. This was a chant by T-Bird... And his crew in The Crow, 1984. Did I call that or what? Or 1994, sorry. Come on. Uh, when, the man, when the main villain is killed at the end, the time... This is a goof. Wait, Fred Williams... When the main man is killed at the end, the time keeps changing from night time to dawn. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> it's like, wait, is it dark now? Yeah, he gets, like, the main guy, he gets run into, a, a, like, he gets smashed in between a Bronco and one of those huge military trucks. You know, with the huge bumpers and shit. Mm -hmm. So he gets smashed into that, and he's on fire. So he gets lit, he gets lit on fire. <laughs> That's rude. He gets lit on fire, smashed into the truck, and you just see his body sitting there burning. He's like, ah! And he's like, he's like literally screaming on fire, and then the truck comes and slams into him. <laughs> uh, I was laughing out loud on that one. I was LOLing. I was LOLing, guys. <clears throat> yeah. I was LOLing on that one. Uh, happy birthday, old man. Yeah, th this movie is a classic. A classic amongst uh, super violent, gory movies. VFW. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. I'm like, oh, I'll give this a chance. I'm like, oh my god. This is pretty brutal, so I rate it. VFW, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and three to five hacked off arms. Heads on an antler, knees to the face. There's one guy who takes knees to the face till his whole head caves in. It's like, geesh, geesh, just kneeing this dude in the face, and his whole head starts caving in. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's a family film. 
You know, I mean, the whole family will enjoy this one. Yeah, knees to the face till his whole face caves in. Man. And that's not even the best movie I saw this weekend. If that's any indication. All right, what do you got? Um, <laughs> so it's official, Chris. Um, we can start planning the first ADO Radio fucking uh, organized Bigfoot hunt. Oh. As long as we go to Oklahoma. <clears throat> I was in contact with a Bigfoot hunter at one point, and I just never got him on the show. Well, now you can actually, like, hunt them, like, <clears throat> oh, for, for trophy. And so, um, yeah, in uh, November 2021, it will be legal to go to Oklahoma. To <laughs> oh, great. Because, <laughs> you know, there's tons of Bigfoot sightings in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's where I want to be is Oklahoma. That too. But, um, you know, also just not a spot you think about Bigfoot being, really. He's usually, you know, in, like, Idaho and Washington, Oregon, and, you know, British Columbia, like, up n- more more northernly and up in the mountains. Not in the flat-ass fucking hellscape that I presume Oklahoma to be. God, Oklahoma? Oof. I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to go. So what what do we have to do to what do we have to do to become a Bigfoot hunter? Dude, you should probably have to go and pay like ten bucks. I mean Ten bucks? I mean Come on guys, ten dollars. And you can hunt the Sasquatch. Yeah. The Sasquatch. I mean, what a <clears throat> gimmick, dude. What if you move out there and buy a huge <clears throat> and then just charge people for Bigfoot hunts? But yeah, it's just some dude Dude's named your property and fucking just oh oh, you know you got your buddy in the woods pulling strings so something a quarter mile away is making bigfoot noises. They're wood knocking at the other side of the foot. Yeah, oh my god, you hear that? They're wood knocking. They're using Morse code to communicate with each other across from the forest. Bill, what? What are you talking about? <clears throat> The uh the the a good Bigfoot movie is the um the one uh God I forget the name of it it's with uh, Bobcat Goldquist's Bigfoot movie <clears throat> it's like a horror movie <clears throat> okay I forget what it's called White Squall I forget not White Squall I don't know what it's called I forget but yeah if you want to see a good uh, Willow Creek that's what it's called another deficit pick of the week guys Willow Creek if you want to see a good Bigfoot horror movie. But uh, this one, eh, I don't know. Would you go? It doesn't say. Is there a brochure or anything? Um, no, this is a law that was just passed in the, um, uh, what you call it, <clears throat> uh, Oklahoma legislature. Oh, did Biden just pass that one? No, this was in Oklahoma. <laughs> Just in that state, so you can't hunt Bigfoot in California or Washington or Idaho. Biden's gonna put Bigfoot on the ten dollar bill. (laughs) (laughs) We've mistreated Bigfoot. Now I'm gonna put him on a ten dollar bill to make everyone happy. I'm Joe Biden. I guarantee. Except for all the Hamilton fans, I'd be furious. Well, Hamilton can just get off there. It's time for Bigfoot to make an entrance. Come on, Bigfoot. 
Anyone who's racist is going to be replaced by someone else. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Joe Biden. That's my Joe Biden. Hey, it's me, Joe Biden. Jim Carrey's Joe Biden's like, Hey, it's me, Joe Biden. I'm Jim Carrey's Joe Biden. He does a horrible Joe Biden. Okay, so what's up? Uh, no, that was it. We can oh. go hunt Bigfoot. We should organize a hunt. You want to hunt Bigfoot? I just rode into law that anyone can hunt the Bigfoot. That's me, Joe Biden. I just wrote that was one of the stacks of laws that were next to my desk. When I wrote it up, I said, Bigfoot hunting is okay. And Harriet Tubman's going to be on the goddamn 20. Right? Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for that one, uh, uh, Mr. President Biden. Right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that one. Okay, here we go. Next movie, guys. You ready? Here it goes. A nameless evil once buried forever. Now he's awake and he's ready for terror. But hold up, wait, there's a catch. This kid Mimi has a plan to have Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman. After unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Psycho Gorman! Starring Matthew Niebuhr as Psycho Gorman, PG for short. Kristen McCauley as Pandora. Rick Armsby as Dennis. Adam Brooks as Greg. Scott Flint as Alistair. Stacy Gordon as Hiss, H-I-S-S. Nina Jones as Mimi. Matthew Kennedy as Cortex. Uh, who else? Maddox, voice of Pandora, and Tyria's voice of Pandora. Steve Vavos as the voice of PG, aka Psycho Gorman. You want to look up this movie? I'm looking at it right now. Psycho Gorman. You'd like this movie. Very trauma-esque. Okay, yeah. Oh my god, this movie is hilarious. Over the top gore. It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. It just came out over the weekend. Uh, yeah, it is. It's up there, man. Well, I think the best movie I've seen this year so far. And it's only January, guys. It might be in my top ten already. It might be in my top ten already. Just like um. Uh, what was it? Just like uh, a color out of space. This is like, wow, I wish I saw this with an audience. But I had to watch it by myself giggling. Which is fine. But yeah, Psycho Gorman, man. It's a cross between, like, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meets Guar. That, that's what it reminds me of. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meets, Gore, meets Guar. So these uh, little kids are playing... Um, Oops, hold on. Sorry about that. 
Tactical difficulties. Sorry. There we go. Now we're back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I rented it last night. It just came out. The the uh, the creators have followed me on Twitter. That's how independent this movie is. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, Psycho Gorman. They uh, my pin tweet they liked and followed. If you looked at my pin tweet, but no, you won't. Psycho Gorman. VOD, they follow us now, guys. So we're in there. Are we? Okay. We'll put it this way. We have more followers than they do. So that's... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like, oh my God, these guys have more followers. We have like a thousand more followers than they do. So, if that says anything, Psycho Gorman, guys, is the movie to watch this year. Uh, just the way it's written, the the way they direct it, um, the goofiness of it. They take everything super seriously, but it's not. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see. Uh, the zombie cop transfers is reference to Stephen Kowalski's 2012 14 bio. Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, well, there's one guy. <clears throat> Cause he'll come in. He's like, he, this guy has destroyed universes and galaxies and shit. And he's being controlled by these, this asshole little girl who's just like, I'm the best. Shut up. You know, um, with a, because uh, <clears throat> they, uh, they're, so basically she lost at this, um, uh, I forget the name, the name of the game, like weird ball or crazy ball is a game, you know, you know, how kids make up stupid games. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's crazy ball. So like, so both of their, um. Like I don't, the rules are so retarded. Like if both of their balls, like their their uh their bouncy balls collide midair, then one guy has to spin in a circle for like three turns, and then before the other person comes over and punches him. So the chick punched him out. It's like, okay, you lost crazy ball. Now you have to dig yourself into your own grave, and I get to bury you in it. Like, come on, man! <laughs> oh my gosh! So they're digging up a grave, and they find this thing. They they find a gem. She opens it up by going like "eeny meeny miny mo catch a tiger" <laughs> or something like that. She opens she 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 like decodes like this like you have to know the right code to open it up. And one of the aliens from a different planet is like, "She must have a genius mind. I created the code for this gem. There's no way anyone could break it with a feeble mind." So then, so she boom pops it out. Doesn't know that this uh, the this big huge demon creature is underneath it. It gets out. It goes to a, a car garage down the street. Some dudes are partying, and <clears throat> some guys like, "Hey man, They're like whatever." Boom! Blows one guy up with like his powers. His guts are everywhere. Uh, another guy he's holding like in some weird energy ray, and he's like, "I just want to live forever." He's like, "Fine, you will live forever." And he puts him like his face is melting and his eyes are spinning in his head. And he's just like suffering in pain. <laughs> Damn. He's like, you will live forever suffering in pain. I was going to say. And he's like, oh, God. And so when the kids come across him, the guy is still sitting there like, like spinning in pain. Like, like, oh, my God, what happened to that guy? He is living in eternal pain and everything 
He feels everything and nothing will save him now. And she accidentally knocks him over and his body explodes. And he's like, that was my, that was my greatest creation. And he's like, and his, his little mouth on the ground is like, thank you. Uh, so <laughs> it's pretty weird, man. It is right up there with fucking just strange shit. Uh, I think of something else. So then, so the girl has control of him. She finds out she can control him. He's like, what is that? That's the gem of lilacs. You know, they have this weird fucking mythology going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, okay, wow, I can control you with this. Okay, sit down um, and read these magazines. He's like, Hoo, I do not like men without their shirts. He's like, or do I? And he starts looking, <laughs> he starts looking at the magazine. It's like, hmm, do I like that? And then later on, uh, someone tears the magazine. He's like, you cannot tear my hunky boys. <laughs> He's like, how dare you damage my hunky boy. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, man. One of the best lines. Sounds fucking bonkers, dude. Yeah, one of the best lines this year. You, you'd like the movie, definitely. Uh, it's not scary. It's just more like over-the-top gore. And so basically, it's space Christians, or more or less space. Um, what are they called? The the people who went around the. Um, remember, they went around all all over the world, uh, pushing Christianity on everyone. What are they called? The uh, not the Marauder. I keep on saying Marauders. They had the the white shields. And they Templars. Yes, they're like the Knights Templar. But for space. Like, oh, everything is good and blah, blah, blah. And he's been enslaved by these people, you know, because he doesn't believe in their God and all this stuff, you know. So they're like the space Templars. So he breaks free, grabs the amulet while he's mining, and then just starts ripping all their heads off, makes himself an army. They they trap him uh, with the gem, and that's where he's been on Earth for thousands of years. These kids dig him up. Um, he, he uses the uh, he uses a TV to. Um, at one point, they go here, watch a bunch of TV, and uh, yeah, it's just insane. the The movie is just insane. I'm trying to think of other shit. Yeah, they they make him dress up like uh, Sam Neill from Jurassic Park at one point. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just oh yeah, one time like uh, these cops. They're like they're playing, you know. They're at the playground. These cops pull up, like, "What the hell?" And then he grabs the cop and melts his face, and like the gun melds onto his hand and stuff. He's like, like the whole time. So he's like the retarded slave that follows him around. I was like, and just randomly shoots his gun off and shit. His whole face is melted. His eyes are back of his head. He's trying to shoot himself in the head. He's like. And he can't do it, man. <laughs> uh, it is hilarious. One of the better movies I've seen this year. Psycho Gorman. The name the, the kids name him that, you know, it's like like, hmm, what should we name you? And he's like, I don't have a name. Evil has no name. He's like, no, we're going to call you Psycho Gorman. No, Psycho Gorman. That'll be your name. He's like, what? 
Yeah, Psycho Gorman, that's what we'll call you. Man, this movie. Yeah, he's like, not my hunky boys! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty fucking amazing. Dude, you need to watch this movie. It is, it's right up there. Uh, people are calling it their favorite film of the year. Uh, the kid is just an asshole. The little girl. Just insanely an asshole. So, long story short, Psycho Gorman is definitely worth checking out. Like, the posters are great. They turn one kid into a brain at one point, And they never turn him back. It's like one of their one of their kid friends. He just turns into like a huge brain, and he just a huge brain with eyes, and they just never turn him back. He just falls and runs. Like, will my life ever be normal? I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. It's organic brain. That's all. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It is one of the funny the the catchphrases. Little girl, big psycho. Heartwarming and heart ripping. Horror.com. Heart ripping? Oh, that means. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. We yeah, people are saying watch it as soon as possible. ASAP. Uh, they need a psycho Gorman too. <clears throat> Already? Uh, let's see what they have here for psycho Gorman. Nothing much. It's so indie. Uh, here's a quote. Not my hunky boys? No. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> the horrors you have witnessed. The horrors you just have witnessed cannot be unseen. Your young minds will carry this until it consumes you in a miserable death. And Mimi's like, cool. <laughs> the little girl's like, cool. Right she's on. Just being, a, <clears throat> just being a pain in the ass to be a pain in the ass. Huh? Oh, dude. She's just like, cool. Awesome. Uh, she's definitely the bully. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called in Canada? Oh. English. What? Oh, also known as Psycho Gorman all over the world. Germany. United Kingdom. Gorman. It made $40,000. $40,366 domestic. Worldwide gross, $40,000. If that isn't an indie movie, I don't know what it is. $40,000. Jesus Christ. So I give it Psycho Gorman, guys. You need to watch this one. This is one for the history books. If you want to be hip and cool in the movies. This one, this one came out this year. I, I, I thought it came out a while ago, but I guess it came out this weekend. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to check out that set because I kept on hearing about it because it was playing at festivals and stuff like late last year. Uh, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and four to five meat children. Oh, what are you, little meat children? <laughs> meat children. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, okay. What do you got? Meat children. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I want to watch that movie again. It was good. Yeah, it sounds interesting, that's for sure. <clears throat> um, you like it. 
So there's a group of long-tailed macaque monkeys um, that live can in Bali. suck macaque. Yeah. They suck your cack. Yeah. No, that's not what they do. Uh. Um, but uh, these monkeys, they live in, in Indonesia around um, Buddhist temples and probably like Muslim mosques and stuff like that, too. Um, but these monkeys, they actually have developed over the past 30 years the ability to determine what is a valuable object to people, and they'll run up and steal shit, and they'll hold it ransom until you give them food. Little so, shits. Yeah, they used to, like, steal your apple or your hat and then, you know, hold it and want your apple or something like that. Um, but now they've graduated to like stealing your wallet or your glasses or your phone and holding those and then expecting something better than an apple, right? They want a fucking filet mignon or whatever. What? But, <laughs> no, I, not really a filet mignon, but you know, they're, they're trying to get, um, more food or better food for, um, your, your more expensive item. Right, they took your phone. They're not going to give that to you for an apple. They'll hold out and say, "No, no, no, I want four apples." Fuck them! I'd get, a, I'd get beat them with a stick. I don't think they'd let you do that. They're not small. <clears throat> They're not small. <clears throat> I'd shoot them then with a gun. Like, oh, really? Do you want this gun? <laughs> Just make it look like something's really exposed. Make it a stick of dynamite. I'm like, oh yeah, I love playing with the stick of diet. Treat it like a camera and stuff. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Psh, light it and be, oh, whoops. Or like C4 with a remote detonated C4. <laughs> like, oh, you like and shape it like a cell phone, that, right? It's <laughs> getting pretty elaborate and dark, Chris. But, oh, you like this? Oh, you like my phone? Just like that, uh, that one comedian who had, um, he made his cookies look like cell phones. So it looked like he was talking on a phone. So when he got pulled over, it's a cookie. They're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Let's just ask you. This is I know. Stuff, right? <laughs> it still is a funny bit. His ass That's a funny bit. It's like, oh, what? It's like, oh, sorry, sir. You know, I pulled me over. Why? Because I'm eating a cookie? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would make I would make plastic explosive cell phones and blow these things up. Yeah, the little monkeys, as soon as they get <clears throat> away from you. Just... Yeah, because they'll run away with it and be like, ha ha, and the other ones will see it and be like, oh shit, I guess we're not stealing cell phones anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, or just put it in your purse, you know, they'll take your purse. Oh, really? Like, well, I guess we're not stealing purses. They're smart. They'll learn. Like, okay, this place is off, this place is off limits. Just blow up a couple of them, dude. Just kill a few to send a message and they'll be like, okay, this isn't cool, guys. We need to chill out what we're doing here. Yeah, because it becomes so dependent on people to give them food and shit. Yeah. Well, they realize that, yeah, we'll do a lot for those shiny little trinkets. 
wallets and hats and whatnot. Like, wait, everything explodes now? They're like, holy shit, we're not touching anything. <laughs> oh my God. They just got Tommy. <laughs> Tommy just got his whole face blown off with the C4 phone. Like, oh my God. <laughs> you can't catch me now, you stupid human. The shrapnel right into his face. You know, just make it like a like a nail bomb. Jesus. <laughs> you put nail bombs inside the purses and shit. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would teach him. They think they'd come back anymore? No. The next day they come there, where are all the monkeys? There's just blown up everywhere. It should just be monkey parts. <laughs> that is chilled monkey brain. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, that, that's that's how you get rid of them, man. Shape everything into C4 nail bombs and purses. and Yeah. They'd learn real quick. <laughs> Their hands would be missing. There'd be a bunch of fucking monkeys with missing hands. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, the weird thing is that the country allows it. <clears throat> you know? You think they would allow it, like, they, they wouldn't allow it, because they like tourism, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they live off tourism, and the, and their tourists are coming there and getting their shit stolen from the local monkeys. You know? I guess that's the same as if, like, you go to New York and go into the parks, and the pigeons are shitting everywhere. Like, eh, whatever. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fucking shitty pigeons. Okay, you ready for my next movie? Mm-hmm. Here we go, guys. Where'd it go? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Blast off. Oh, where'd it go? Okay, there it is. Wait, where'd it go? Just had it like two seconds ago. Not the whiskey gulch. Come on, guys. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so. Wait, where'd it go? Okay, wait. It's the rock in the building. Jesus Christ. Okay, there we go. Now I got it. Okay, the white tiger. The white tiger, guys. This is also on Netflix. It's the rock in the Uh, building. This is on uh, Netflix. Have you heard of it? No, what is it? The White Tiger. The epic journey of poor Indian driver who must use his wick and cunning, my friend, to break free from servitude to his rich master and raise and rise to the top of the heap from the caste system. This is The White Tiger starring Panakra Chopra as Pink Madam. <laughs> Ashi Gruva as Baram. Akara Umra as Ra- Rano as Asokor. Ashkor. I forget it. I forget how they said it in the movie. Um, Nevi Neil as Vito Goro. 
Valley Moray as the Mongoose, Swampo Sarpat as the Great Socialist, uh, Phil Patil as School Inspector, Phil Patil. So this is a white tiger. White tiger. So basically the guy's um, in a caste system. He's poor as shit. Literally living in a dirt hut. <clears throat> um, he learns how to drive, learns English, and begs to be a driver for these rich people in uh, in India. I forget where. So he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be hired to be a driver. Blah, blah, blah. Gets mixed up with the family. Um, finds out, you know, the family's just a bunch of rich assholes giving millions of dollars away to, um, to potential, um, uh, political people, you know, that can influence others except for the poor. Uh, he sees this, he's like, fuck, these people are fucking assholes. You know, while he's sitting there, they're talking about stuff. He's oiling up the guy's legs and shit, massaging his feet. You know, they're not allowed to sit on the f- furniture. They sit on the ground. This is in the rich house, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's never learned how to brush his teeth before. He's like, why didn't my father teach me how to brush my teeth? Uh, you know, stuff like that. They're just, you know, just the caste system in India. Right? And so this guy slowly um, learns the ways. He becomes a driver. He goes on a on a big trip with them as their driver. Eventually... And they, the, <clears throat> the two, the two people he's watching, the, f- the kids of the rich Salter, whatever his name is, is it, is a what is it, a salt, Sultan? I forget Sultan? what it is. I forget what they call it. What do they call it in India? Is it a Sultan? Sure. Uh, trying to see. Okay. So th- they take him in, they take him out partying. Uh, they're gonna go party with the guy. <clears throat> I'm like, hey, come on out with us. Come on, let's go party. Let's do this. It's like, okay, let's party, man. Let's totally do this. Let's party. <clears throat> I can totally do that. I can party with you. Okay, cool, cool. Party with us, guys. Uh, so he learns how to party with them. Uh, and then he ends up dry. He ends up letting them drive the car, even though they're hammered. They're f- cruising down the street. Boom! Run over a kid. <clears throat> Right, run over a small kid, uh, and the small kid, and the and they and they're like, we have to stop, we have to stop. He's like, no, we can't stop. No one's here. These are poor kids. No one saw us. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then the next day, there they get they fill out this piece of paper for the guy to uh, basically admit that he did this in case they get caught. So he has to sign a piece of paper saying that he ran this kid over. Even though these other two guys did it, the the daughters, the sister, the daughter-in-law, and the and the kid, and they're like, "Fuck!" He's like, "These guys are fucking assholes, man. They're trying to fucking, they're trying to, you know." So if anything happens, if anyone reports anything, you already have a written confession from this guy. Even though no one said anything, they never found out about it. Just the fact that they would do it, just to you know, clear their own conscience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the daughter is from New York. She ends up leaving the guy. He's like, fuck this. This is stupid. Commits murder and just leaves, right? 
so he's so she so he's stuck with the guy. They're driving around. He has three or four million dollars at a time, or I forget what they ruby ruples. Is it ruples? Something like that. Yeah, he gets ruples. What is it? Rupees. Rupees. So he has like four to three million dollar rupees at one time. Uh, he's passing stuff around to pay off influential people. He's driving them everywhere. So he gets the idea. He's like, fuck it, dude. And at one point, he's going to give 60 million rupees. And he knows it's in this red bag. He's like, fuck this guy. He's like, I'm going to take his fucking money. So, she, so he gets an elaborate plan. He gets a broken bottle. Uh, pretends there's a flat. Has him come out and help him. Starts stabbing him in the back of the head. Takes the money and cuts out. And starts his own taxi service called White Tiger Taxi Service. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. But it's drawn out it's drawn out over like two hours. <clears throat> a two hour period. It's like, ugh. It's a little long, but it was fun. Uh I gave it three out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, and three out of five servant families. So if he's so he's a servant family. He's a servant, right? <clears throat> so when he does this, if he does anything wrong, they know where he lives. They'll just go and slaughter his whole family. Like, that's how they keep you in servitude, right? That's a good way to do it, I suppose. Yeah, like, so they know where he is. They met his whole family. They know exactly where his family lives. So he does this even though his whole family will probably get slaughtered because of it. He's like, fuck it, man. Yeah. Yep. He's like, fuck it, man. You got to do it. You got to do it, man. So he's an asshole for doing it. You know what I mean? It's just this weird, like, loop. Like, the other guy's an asshole for treating him like shit. He's an asshole for stealing the money and putting his whole family, like, basically, they're all going to die. Uh, and it does, like, it does like in his mind what they're going to do. So, like, they're just, like, stabbing the grandmother. They're, like, shooting the, the all the kids. And, like, you hear, like, babies screaming and shit. Like, they kill his whole village. But this is like what he's thinking might happen. It probably will happen, you know. And uh, and he's wanted for like in, like the beginning of the movie that shows him wanted for murder. But he's like everyone looks like me, so no one's gonna find me anyway. Because <laughs> he has the mustache and the fucking the dark skin. He's like, eh, no one's gonna look for me because no one will suspect that I'm doing this. So he goes to a totally different part of India, starts up his white taxi service. With his millions of dollars. And that's how they end. He's like, look at me, man. I killed my whole family. I'm pimping. You know, all for that money. Yeah, so in the end, he's just as bad as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a weird movie, man. So, yeah, three out of five servant families are hit and runs. Man, just a dick. All right, you got anything? What do you got? There are rumors kicking around that a, old, a new Knights of the Old Republic game is in the works. <clears throat> hmm. That EA will be... Uh... No, it's not EA. No, you're right. It is... Obsidian. Where's the developer? Is it Obsidian? Obsidian. And guess who owns... It's not Bioware, which is interesting. No. Guess who owns Obsidian? Uh, isn't that now Bethesda? That's Microsoft. Right. Microsoft owns Obsidian outright. So what oh. that means is it's going to be an exclusive 
Sif, 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 Xbox, Star Wars, KOTOR, exclude. the last one was KOTOR, exclusive. Now, wouldn't that be a kick in the balls for everyone else? But hey, the last one was an exclusive on the Xbox. We'll see. <clears throat> you couldn't play it anywhere else. Why wouldn't this one be? Hmm. Well, you can now. You know, well, yeah, now it's on iPads and everything, but you know. Yeah. But when it first released, that was the reason why I bought an Xbox. Was for KOTOR. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this game's fucking sick. For Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. I finished both of them on the original Xbox with that shitty controller, with the Duke. I think I bought a refurbished Xbox for 150 bucks. Yeah, that's what I did. Bought a refurbished Xbox, and I think this is going to be the same way. I think it's going to be an exclusive for Xbox and PC. Maybe. We'll what? see what happens. I'm still skeptical. But... Why? If they, own the, they own the company. That would be like if um, Sony published a Star Wars game. Or Sony developed and put out a Star Wars game. Well, they did with Spider-Man. You're right. Yeah. I mean, there is precedent. So they own Obsidian. So why wouldn't it be an exclusive for Xbox? Just because everyone likes Star Wars doesn't mean they need to have every Star Wars game. You know, this would be a leg up, man. You know how many people would buy an Xbox or get a PC because of it? Mm -hmm. And play Microsoft products? Yep. People would get Game Pass just to play this game. Man, I think that's what they're going to go for. That's what I would do if I was Microsoft. But come on, guys. We need exclusives here. We can't keep giving everything as a fucking multiplayer game. <laughs> come on. We just boosted our fucking $60 for six months, and that got kicked us in the balls. So now we have to make this exclusive, guys. Oh, there you go. We have to. What are the chances? What, uh, 50-50? Oh, who knows? I could not tell you. 2040? I'd say 50-50, they're gonna, it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. People will whine and complain. You'll be like, the PlayStation sells more consoles. You know, that will be their biggest complaint. PlayStation's more popular. Really? Their console sucks. You still can't update the hard drive. The, uh, the thing still freezes. Um, there, is no, there is nothing coming out as far as expansion the memory. Like the memory expansion, like what? Uh, we don't give a fuck what you think. Uh, keep buying our games. We can't because people are complaining because they have to delete old games to put on new ones. The system was not thought out. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Man. Yeah, yeah. If you look like the list of complaints for the PlayStation 5, but you only hear... Good shit, because that that's the PR spin, man. If you don't see media bias with uh, with PlayStation 5, you're crazy. I see it all the time. Second, Xbox does something wrong. PlayStation does something wrong. Oh, they're the best ever. They're like, oh, well, we put out quality games that are worth $70. Like, no, you don't. Your games are good, but they're not worth 70 bucks. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no. In fact, with everyone buying it mostly <clears throat> digitally, why are they still? Exactly. They're still $70. That's great. And you don't have quick resume, man. That's the key. You have to load your games up from the menu every fucking time. That's old school, man. That's last generation bullshit. Oh, but we have a, a sensitive touch controller. So what? It's a gimmick. Just like Rumble. You know, no one's going to use that in competitive multiplayer. Oh, yeah. I want to create more tension on my trigger so it's harder for me to shoot the gun before the other guy does. No. No one's going to use that in multiplayer. Maybe for single player to give it a little bit more oomph, but other than that, no. Would you do that in multiplayer, make it harder for you to pull the triggers? No, not really. It's like, because each gun fires differently. Isn't that amazing? No, because I'm not going to feel it because if I'm a multiplayer, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to shoot it whenever. But it's original, guys. They put more into the controller than they did the system. That's what it seems like. And it's slowly coming around. It's slowly cut like a Hitman runs better and uh, and plays better. Hitman Three on the Xbox Series X. Um, it's it's like reverse of what happened last time with last generation. Uh, what's the other thing they have? Uh, oh, and Medium's coming out. I'm gonna check that out this week. Come on, I'm not. Gonna, I don't have to pay seventy bucks for that. No. <clears throat> I was downloaded onto my hard drive. Game Pass, right? Yeah, that's on Game Pass. That's a that's a day one Game Pass Series X, Series S game. I don't know if it's going to be on an Xbox One. I think this is the first of the next gen games. But I don't know. See if you can download it and play it. <laughs> Smoke starts coming out of my own. Exactly. Xbox One. <laughs> Now, please buy a Series X. Please buy a Series X. <laughs> but you can't. They're nowhere to be. Like, the one I have is as rare as shit now. You can't find it, which pisses me off because the thing breaks or anything. You know, I'm fucking treating this thing with kid gloves. I'm like, okay, just don't break. Just be a cool. Like, knock on wood. Like, I unplug the HDMI and the power cord, you know, from that thing so the cats don't fuck with it. <clears throat> you know uh yeah it's like right now i'm fucking 22 hours into uh i had to start my assassin's creed uh um valhalla over like like uh like in late december because i had accidentally erased my game i'm like oops delete i'm like oh no <laughs> but now i'm further than i was uh in december so I'm like 21 hours into that game. That game's awesome still. I've, I've built up my uh, my raider guys. So basically, you can build up your uh, the guys that you raid with. Uh, mm-hmm. You can you can hire people, and they're actually NPCs, like other players' characters. So I'm hiring like Biff Schmoff number 45. He's an Xbox Live player, but I'm hiring his character to be on my crew. It doesn't affect their game right here. I'm just hiring them because they're in the system. Right. <clears throat> so I have like four. No, I have six like killer characters with better armor than I have. You know, better axes and weapons and shit. So I go raiding. I just like sit back and let them destroy everything. I'm like, do do let's go. I go to like, I'm level 52. I go to a level 350 raid. 
right? And I'm just, I just sit back. If I get hit like three times, I'm dead. <clears throat> so I just, I'll, I'll sit back and I'll like, I'll just be like, like attack him after they're getting, like he's almost dead. Like, right. get that. Arrow. <clears throat> the arrows don't do shit to these guys. But like, they'll be beating, because I'll have like two guys with huge axes. One guy will have double huge axes just swinging on one guy. Another guy will have like a, a mace just beating the shit out of the same guy. Then I'll come in and be like, just hacking at him. I'll get I'll get the final uh, I'll get the final couple of hits on him and kill him so I get the points. <laughs> That's the way to do it. And then I'll just slowly creep up with these guys with my crew, so I don't run like because before I'd run way far ahead and they'd be like, oh where are we going? So I let them lead me. So they're just like shooting arrows and hacking everyone's faces off. And I have uh, one main guy that I can build up and put my own armor on. Uh, I can put armor and I can give him the best of everything. It doesn't take away anything from mine. So I basically can mirror everything that I have and give it to him or her, whatever you want to make it. When you build your crew. So he's like, so he's beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah, that's great. Having a lot of fun with that game. So yeah, KOTOR. I'm waiting for the Ubisoft KOTOR or Ubisoft Star Wars game. Exact same thing, just with lightsabers. On a you know on a on a hoth planet, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Don't you think that's what it's going to be? Oh, I don't know. It'd be fun. Well, the Ubisoft is making a Star Wars game, <clears throat> right? From the creators of the Division. I thought that it was. Is it just on one planet? I had thought it was on the outer rim. You know, kind of with the. Bounty hunters and smugglers and all those guys. They don't really know yet what it's going to be. No, oh, okay. People are speculating what it wants, what they want it to be. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be fun if you were playing like Mandalorian type characters, you know, like bounty hunters and um, crime lords and smugglers and you know that kind of stuff. That'd be fun. Dude, I'd love it. It would be awesome. I'd be like, what? Yeah, I would. Um, <clears throat> well, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think it's gonna be like Kotor, but just with a lightsaber. That's all they have to do, and people will buy the shit out of that game. Oh yeah. You know, I'm right there. If it was like the same thing I'm doing now, but I have dual lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think it's gonna be awesome. The same, the same way, um, the same way, uh, uh, like, like this is right now, like, um, oh, what is it? God damn it, Assassin's Creed is right now. Come on, guys, dude, it's gonna be great. Uh, where did it go now? Damn it! Now I just lost my other. Hold on. Okay, here's my next movie, guys. So you think it's gonna be? Do you think Obsidian's going to go for multi-platform, even though Microsoft owns them outright? And it may surprise <clears throat> it, it seems like it would be something that they want, would want the kudos for. But if Microsoft I, I, owns them... I was under the impression that Obsidian had been bought by Bethesda and now bought by Microsoft because of that. But Microsoft bought Obsidian directly. Huh? Yes. They own they they bought Obsidian before Bethesda. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I'm probably mixing all that up in my head. Well, they bought like 10 freaking companies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. So in the next three to five years, there's going to be some fucking killer games coming out from yeah, these motherfuckers. They should have sold the killer companies they had before, like Bungie. <clears throat> well, Bungie split. I think their contract was up and they took off. But all they're doing is, uh, what's it called? Loot, looter shooters, you know? Like, uh, Destiny's fun. Destiny. Yeah, Destiny's fun, but it was a little boring. You know, after a while, like, eh, I don't feel like grinding for nine hours just to get a special shield. You know, I like the storyline, but it was too short. I finished the story for Destiny 1 and 2. I haven't done a raid, which I hear is are, here are cool, but... Mm. Have you done a raid yet in Destiny? Uh, in Destiny 1, I did. Destiny 2... I started one, but I could not sink the 57 hours into it that they expected. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like, eeeh. That's for these Adderall kids, man. Well, and you know, frankly, like Destiny's fun for a bit, but then I get burnt on it because it really is. Just go here, kill everything, grab this, go back. Exact same planets over and over and over. Yeah. It gets repetitive. And... You know, you got to mix it up somehow. Yeah, it's boring. Boring. Okay, here we go, guys. Next movie. What is it? Kid. The Kid Detective. That's one you might like, too. The Kid Detective. A once celebrated Kid Detective, now 32 continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between hangovers and bouts of self-pity until a native client brings him his first adult case to find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend. This is Kid Detective, starring Catherine Chambles Rosado as Grace Gulliver, Adam Brody as Abe Applebaum, Cobb Horn as Corey. Wendy Carlson as Miss Applebaum. Uh, Jonathan Whitaker as Mr. Applebaum. Brent Sherrod as Barkeeper. Genova Moore. Genova Moore as Barmaid. Jesse No Gorman as Young Abe. <clears throat> Young detective, guys. It gets dark towards the end, but it's a funny movie about a, a, a detective, a kid detective who, like, you know, oh, I solved who stole the shoelace. And uh, another guy from middle school, like, he's, a, like, 40, 32 now. So he goes to a bar, and the guy that he accused of stealing the, um, the money from the high school beats him up in the back of the bar, you know? Like, just old grudges all over the place. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he has his own detective agency in the town. Everyone knows him. He, like, uh, the, uh, the local ice cream man has been giving him free ice cream for 30 years because he solved a crime at his... Uh, he solved who, um, who stole his sh- stuff from his store when he was a kid. You know, he's like, okay, this kid will move on. I'll give you free ice cream for the rest of your life. He's like, great. So he goes there every day. And gets free ice cream from this guy. 
over and over and over again. Um, and the big mystery is, and let's the uh, the the one of the like he hired like a little girl, not a little girl, but at the time it was his friend, like twelve year old girl, who got kidnapped when he was a kid, and they have never found her body or never found her at all. She just got kidnapped, disappeared. So it's been like eighteen years, twenty years. Uh, that gets resolved towards the end, but it's pretty dark what happens. But this whole time, he's looking for the person who murdered this girl's boyfriend, you know, not knowing there's a big connection between all of it. And uh, it's pretty funny, man. If you like a uh, kid detective, <laughs> he doesn't have a car. He's getting driven around by this 18-year-old high school girl. Uh, he beats up gutter punks. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Seven out of ten. The kid detective is not ex- is a not exception. Expecting such a oh, I was honestly not expecting such a complicated film out of the kid detective. It is a dark comedy in every sense of the word, from the beginning to the end. There are moments that are drop dead hilarious and also so sad. Brody plays his role perfectly. It's nonstop melancholy fused with bits of rich humor. I loved it. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Pretty simple story with a few twists. I chuckled quite a few times at the weird situations the protagonist finds himself in. Quite enjoyable overall. Good cinematography and score. I like the script and the dialogue as well. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Seven out of ten. Eight out of ten. Nine out of ten. Canadian-made movies seem to create a dreamlike, parallel, more innocent American universe, which is what I felt like watching. Felt like uh, I felt watching this was like Ghost World. Remember that movie? Uh, you remember Ghost World? Like boring, slow. <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Like indie mystery films, a boy detective now attempting to solve his first murder mystery as a young man, but in the same suburbs he grew up in as a boy solving minor issues, uh, like I just said before. That's what I said, you asshole. God damn, don't steal my shit. Uh, Let's see. So, yeah, boy detective, guys. If you want to see it, check it out. (laughs) It's up there. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because it's a mystery. Uh, Where is it? God damn. Where did I fucking... Where did I put kid detect? Two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and three to five kidnapped girls. Or uh, lifetimes of ice cream. Uh, Another one I saw herself. Eh, It's about a girl. uh, I think it's in Ireland. It has to be. It has to be in Ireland because I could barely understand what they're saying. Um, so she, uh, she tries to escape her abusive husband, lives with the, lives with, um, she is a, uh, a caretaker for a rich lady. The rich lady lets them build a house in their backyard. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> if you want to see that, I think that's on Amazon prime. Uh, two to five rear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five bloody lips and self-built houses. Uh, the two girls, uh, a witness the husband beating the shit out of the mom so they're scared of the dad was you got to give him back to me i don't want to give him back to you why do you want to give him back you know 
Real heartwarming Kramer versus Kramer. Deficit pick of the week, guys. Kramer versus Kramer. You want to see that? Have you seen Kramer versus Kramer? Years, years. <laughs> uh, another one real quick before we get out of here. The uh, the cleansing hour. This was... Uh, this just came out. It's about an internet exorcist or exorcism. He's a priest who does um, internet exorcisms every week. He gets thousands of viewers. But he's a big phony until a real demon shows up and starts fucking everything up. I'm a real demon. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is great. And everyone's watching on their phones and stuff. It was alright. The Cleansing Hour, if you want to watch that. It was decent. It wasn't as good as uh, Psycho Gorman. You know, Psycho Gorman is one you have to see. Uh, I think that'll be the last one I rate. So I give it one out of five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and two to five self-slit necks. It's like, if you cut the feed, I kill you all. If you escape, I kill you. Yeah, one of those. In the end, it turned out to be the devil. He's like, I wrote the book of demons. Because, you know, they keep bringing up demons and all. Like, oh, you have to say the demon's name to get him to, you know, to make him lose his power. And like, and it's like, wait, it's the devil's book of names, right? He's like, I wrote the book. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's the devil himself. Yeah. <clears throat> and by the end, he escapes, goes into cyber world. Anyone watching the show, like a million people worldwide are watching it. They become possessed. They become the devil. So the whole world just starts burning. There, I saved you a movie, guys. <laughs> the devil himself. Uh, you got anything before we get out of here? Not anything important. The devil himself, guys, is the one that you should be watching out for. Uh, let's see, what should we go on? Here we go. Uh, yeah, okay, what do you want? Or what do we, oh, here we go. We'll go out in Seven Seas by Echo and the Bunnymen, guys. A classic. Hold on, there it goes. All right, is that it, guys? That's it, guys. Uh, we got a new president. Um, Obsidian's gonna have a exclusive Star Wars game. Uh, Microsoft is... Um, blowing up, guys. You can't buy their Xboxes anywhere. Uh, where, what else? I think that's it, guys. Watch Psycho Gorman. That is your deficit pick of the week. <laughs> if you want to see a good movie, watch Psycho Gorman. Next week, I'm going to be rating Saint Maud, if it comes out. Oh, and The Little Things is coming out on HBO Max and theaters. It's one of their theater HBO Max things. I'm not going to go see it in the drive-in, I don't think. It's going to be pouring rain, I think, this week, so. Oh, well, that'll be my movie. What do you have to say, anything? <coughs> Wear your mask, don't be an asshole. There we go, guys. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs>
straight and proud. I'm black and proud.